Okay, take two. Let's do this. Okay, welcome to another episode of the Beerful Hat Podcast. We are doing another Janky Superheroes D&D episode. This will be episode three. Yeah. So this is going to be amazing. But our setup is going to be completely different because I have no table here. It's since you guys can't see it because I'm not set up yet. But I'm in the midst of moving shit. Yes. I am in the pairs of having a baby come. So yeah, we're using the baby's room as the podcast room for now. But the regular plan was to use the dining room. I don't know why I'm looking at you and talking to them. Like it's so I, weird. I don't know. It's it's we're in a, uh, we're in a very but, weird setup. Yeah, we're in a really weird setup. We're using fucking totes for tables. Yeah. Totes for tables. But they work nicely because dice don't roll out of them. Yes, that is that is true. So we're gonna do uh, next episode three episode of Janky three. Janky Superheroes. Right. So are, are we gonna do a recap? Yeah, we'll do a quick recap. Um, luckily, I listened to episode two today in preparation because I wanted to make sure I didn't miss anything. Oh, I, I remember almost everything. Perfect. Uh, so basically, Victor uh, went on his first outing as a young superhero, as a slush puppy, he was named. Um, he went and fought Lady Luck. Uh, he got wamboed, and then he turned it around in classic super superhero style, you know, tried again in his own way. Uh, which was pretty out of fucking ordinary because you weren't expecting that play at all i was expecting you to just like come back and try again just just do it again but i Um, played it smart victor played it very smart and uh actually we had like a really interesting like combat sequence and i really liked it um learned a lot more about the future society which is the basically the league of superheroes think of like this world's justice league yes um and all its members, you know, there's a uh, Hydro Man who's uh, my mentor. Yeah, Victor, Victor's character's mentor, Vincent is his name. I remember your name now, Vincent. Vincent. Yeah, uh, Hydro Man is Vincent's mentor. Uh, he's kind of taking him under his wing. Uh, he's taking care of him. Um, and then there's uh, Emerald Mist, who is just like the tech guy. Yeah, he's, he, he's the IT guy. Yeah, he wasn't supposed to be, but he just kind of like fell into that position. Uh, Malvolio the Wizard, uh, Spider-Man, oh, Custodian. Yes, the, uh, the janitor. The janitor. He is like a genuine superhero. He just hasn't done anything super yet. He, he's just, he's doing what he can. He just, he's doing his thing. Yeah. And then uh, the fifth uh, member of the Future Society arrived right as they were celebrating their first mission, uh, Rocket Girl. Yes. She came back uh, speaking of like an ill omen. Uh, basically, she gets like visions of the future and then like teleported into the future to try to prevent it. And she was going off about some sort of flood. Uh, Vincent and uh, Hydro Man in the first episode just stopped a flood. So they're yeah. like, what the hell is she talking about? Like, no, nah, that's, that's crazy. Um, so before we get into the episode, all I want to say is that at the end of the episode, I got to say something because it. Something tied into last D <laughs> section, so I want to say yes. that. So, if you guys want to listen to the full episode or just go straight to the end, with like most people, stay in tune because it's it's uh it's funny but not fun at the same time. I mean, that's something we're actually going to have to start with. Like, I know because like, of the timeline. So, uh, Vincent for his uh, noble deeds to the museum and helping prevent robberies and whatnot was awarded the green eyed chest which is just a chest with a bunch of green emblems emblems emeralds whatever and he put some stuff in it he got a spear and a uh a, a dire polar bear's yep. pelt 
and that's what was in it. That's what he that's, put in it. So I, we gotta see if anything happens. So <laughs> I want you to explain the full story. Once I'm, the, I'm once going I, to yeah. once once we finish this episode, I'm gonna explain the full story. But other than that, let's get this episode started. All right. So, um, quite some time has passed since the last uh, last episode, and uh, Slush Puppy has uh, grown up quite a bit. Um, quite a lot of time passes, actually. Victor, how much time? He was nine in the last episode. He was nine, so I'm going to say 26 years. 26? No, 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 uh, 16, so that would bring him up to 25. Okay, 25. I like that. That's that's a little easier to... Because that, that's, that's uh, it's around the time where he has just transitioned to being his own hero. Yeah, he's his own hero. And he's by his... himself. What's his hero? His new, his own, his own hero name now, without being thrown slush puppy away, just like how uh, Nightwing turned around and said, "I'm no longer Robin." Is now Arcane, Arcane, no, Arctic Wolf. Arctic Wolf. Man, I started that one a little bit. Today's been hectic. <laughs> you, you can you can honestly just edit out the stuttering. It's, it's no, that I'm easy. Not, I'm, hey, I'm gonna keep it I'm all in. Keeping it in. All right, this perfect. Is, this is raw. So, Arctic Wolf to become his own hero. On top of that, um, both Arctic Wolf um, from episode two, uh, if anyone remembers, Pink Phantom, and uh, Vincent's, uh, we'll say friend. I don't know, best friend, but he's definitely his friend, Gabrielle. Oh, Gabrielle's from the very, uh, yeah, she's been there beside, beside, by my side yeah. for the longest time. Yeah, at this point, like, I think, like, 19 years yeah so it was she was there from the beginning yeah we're gonna go best friend uh yeah. she's actually a proper full-blown superhero now yep um and you guys as the sidekicks have kind of like formed your own team and arctic wolf has found himself as like the de facto leader so what is the name of your super super sidekick team Ooh. you're not necessarily sidekicks anymore but you still kind of each one of you like reports to your own mentor oh i don't know let's let, Let's keep it on the edge. Let's, let's say we're still figuring that out. Still figuring that yeah, out. Let's say we're still figuring right. it out. There, it will come. It will come. Yeah. There is, however, a new member. Um, in the last couple of years, uh, somebody has arrived calling himself the Slime Samurai. The Slime Samurai. Yes. And he has become uh, Malvolio's protege. He has essentially the exact same backstory, except for instead of beating the game he was trapped in, he just farmed slimes in the first area and uh, got became max level without ever going any deeper. And then Jeez. as soon as he went to go fight the final boss, he died and came back with all his slime samurai powers. So mm. um, can you tell me a little bit about uh, Vincent's like civilian life? Like what does so, he do on the day to day? So I thought about this when we first started doing, when we first started our superhero thing yeah because um he's a detective oh because like he's in the reading yep he really likes puzzles mm -hmm. and like he just has an eye for like details and stuff so like in the second second episode we just did was he he thought his plan through so like him reading all the information and figuring out what could possibly turn something that has happened into his advantage, you would mm -hmm. absolutely do it. Okay. So he became a detective, a very young detective. Yes. 
Because if he's 25, I'm going to tell you right now, as yeah. someone who tried to become a detective for a little while, it is not easy. Yeah, so I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say that he became a very young, young detective at a young age because of how, like, smart and, like, yeah. passionate he is about it. Yeah, well, he learned to read so fast. Yeah. Like, within three years, he was, like, reading whole books in a day. Oh, yeah. So, um, on top of that, uh, Vincent has a new character sheet as well, Arthur yes. Wolf. I've just made a bunch of, uh, like, upgrades, additions, kind of moved some stuff around, just rebalanced the dice. Uh, so now, one of the abilities he has, which I'm really glad you went with the detective route, because he has an ability literally just called Well Read. Ooh. And he's just, he's just really smart, and it's two d20s to that ability so it's like nobody's sneaking up on you oh at all geez perfect so set the stage all right so having worked as a uh detective by day superhero by night for quite a long time you're very experienced however you are um not a like a full-blown member of the future society but you are considered a member you have a room there like they accept you as one of their own you're just not literally immortal so you can't officially join because everyone on it is immortal yeah um and they do still dole out assignments and they kind of like work with each other one thing is uh malvolio has asked you to shadow his protege slime samurai on a security mission slime is still relatively new to the whole superhero thing and as the leader of the team of the uh, the sidekick team he kind of wants you to like make sure he's doing things right when he's not around yeah um the mayor mayor murray morale is making a public announcement regarding the new meta prison being built meta prison yeah they're doing renovations to prison dread and uh he's supposed to be making some big speech and uh slime has been assigned to protect the mayor and you have been assigned to basically watch over slime so basically protect him and the mayor (laughs) yeah pretty much (laughs) pretty much so uh, you, you know, superhero garb up, uh, you're at the uh, Future Society headquarters, and they have, you now have your own personal jet Ooh. that you can fly down to the surface, because if you remember, it is an airship, and it's not yeah. that easy to get up to if you can't fly, so you have your own airship, and you can take it down. The uh, the meeting starts, or the, sorry, the uh, speech is set to start in about half an hour. you got quite a bit of time to prep if you want to do anything before you go there. Uh, where, where is the meeting taking place? Um, out front of town hall. Okay. So I'm guessing there's a bunch of buildings. Yeah. So I clearly take an overview of where the tallest buildings are and see if there's any windows open because it's the mayor. Mm -hmm. Uh, do I see anything? You, let's start off with a roll. Okay. Let's just get right to it. So Um, that would be... Let's see. Let's pick. Let's pick some skills. Yeah, do that. So I don't think any of your might abilities are going to help here. So this is more like think sight, tactical expertise, well read. Uh, let's go with feral scent, feral sense, and follow sense. So D eight, D twelve, and three D twenties. So there, D D eight. One D eight. That's a D ten. D eight. Yeah. A D twelve, and then I got D twenty. You got okay. Yeah. Perfect. Let's do this. Uh, I rolled shitty. <laughs> all three of the D20s rolled four, four, and five. <laughs> yeah, I rolled. The D12 rolled a six. You do happen to notice a few open windows in the uh, the five-story buildings across the road. 
but none of them like, you know, a few of them are quite uh, noticeable vantage points, but um, you're not sure which one to kind of investigate. Like okay. none of them really jump out to you. Well, I just, I just keep looking and just making sure everything's clear and all that. All right. All right. Um, Is a uh, uh, slime samurai with me? Not yet. He's supposed to meet you there. Okay. Um, so yeah, if you if you have nothing else to do, we'll uh, we'll sit and wait for a little bit. And as time goes on, people start to kind of gather. Reporters and and the media and whatnot start to gather. And the mayor comes out front, town hall. He begins giving his speech, and it's a lot of like political mumbo yeah. jumbos. This city with the uh, the rising uh, meta crime. Crime rates going up. We gotta do something about it. The current prison dread, and we really gotta work on that name. It's too scary, you know. We want to make it sound a little more like a rehabilitation center. We're gonna be upgrading the doors, you know. The the we're gonna have a lot less glitches and locks. You know, we all have a lot of problems with that for some reason. We're gonna do a whole bunch of, and he just keeps going on and on about his spiel. And um, slime samurai he shows up so where are you posted up uh i'm so if he's if mayor is at the stadium in front of the town hall mm -hmm. i'm gonna say i'm like halfway up the stairs on the left okay perfect so slime samurai does show up and you see he kind of like creeps around the building and like sneaks up kind of beside you and he's like hey sorry i'm late you're supposed to be here 15 minutes ago yeah i know i know but i was you know i had to suit up and it's it's it's, it's you know, the samurai thing it's, it takes a minute to get on all right it doesn't matter you got you got to be more professional with that i have to i have to report this to you about this to you all right all right all right i'll, I'll, I'll try to do better okay can you go ahead and all of those dice i'm gonna take away the d8 but roll all of those same dice again okay so you blow on it make sure it actually works yeah yeah <gasps> Uh, Highest is 12. 12. I think a 12 is enough to notice three green lights kind of like dart across the wall behind you and then kind of dart across the uh, across the, uh, the stairs and slowly move up the mayor's body and kind of like congregate on his forehead. Okay, so I see this. I move into action. All right. I... Uh, so I'm just gonna uh, do this before we do the whole thing. I'm gonna I'm gonna jump and put half my arm into ice mm -hmm. and try to block it. All right, just in time. Um, hell, let's roll again. Yeah. Um, so let's take your ice shield, your I don't know, just body because you're just gonna tank it. Um, and I think you got your dire wolf ability. So okay. grab a d20, d12. D6. Yeah. And yeah. So let's do this. Uh, and six. The six? So, you know, the, the ice the ice shield that you were trying to make as you were jumping doesn't really pull out and you end up taking it right to the back. Ooh. What seems to be some sort of uh, uh, flying blade shoots out from one of the rooftops around uh, across, the, across the road between the buildings. And uh, jabs into your back. You kind of you're able to brush it off, like you're not yeah. going to take too much damage. It doesn't hurt. It hurts, but it doesn't not yeah. debilitate you. You're a superhero, for God's yeah. sake. Um, but it's been revealed there is an assassin trying to kill the mayor. 
and you're able to see him just uh, just as you turn and look. What seems to be um, someone adorned in like black uh, like ninja garb Ooh. and green lights kind of throughout their body, like kind of peek through the uh, the, the robes and. Uh, okay, so I'm 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 gonna paint a picture. So it's basically the Xbox Connect <laughs> in a ninja suit. Yes. Okay. Yeah, I, I I want that image to be what you see. That, right. that that's what I'm seeing in my head right now. Is it's like cause the dots. Yeah. Even though you can't see the dots in real life, yeah. you can see them in like uh, the um, the fucking night night vision. Yeah. But I'm gonna assume that you can see these dots anyways. Yeah. So yeah, that, that's are... what I, that's what I envision is just the connect dots. Yeah. These are like costume. Like sniper laser sort of things, but like okay. you know how the predator has like the three dots. Yeah, yeah. I just yes. really thought that was cool. So. Okay. We're um, definitely thinking of two different things. Okay, but yeah, he still he still has like the green lights throughout him. Like okay. he's got some sort of illumination to his own body. Okay. Um, and you see the assailant, and he sees you. And he begins to try to make a break for it. So he's going to roll his mobility. You can roll your mobility and try to catch him, or you can try to restrain him. Basically, he's fleeing. You're taking priority in combat. Yeah, okay, I'm going to try to restrain him. Okay. So restraining. I'm gonna. So I need four d8s. Oh my god! I know. I need. Uh, oh, a d6. Yeah, d6. Okay. D6 and one d20. Yes. Okay, let's do this. I'll roll down here. Okay. Uh, highest is a seven. No, eight. I got a twenty. Fuck. Yeah. I'm sorry. Great. <laughs> Um, you see he tries to like dart away between the buildings. He's still in your sight. You can still chase after him, but if he succeeds in other like mobility roll, he's gonna like fully escape. Yeah. So uh you can try again or you can give an order to slime to do something. Uh he's you you're pretty aware of his powers. Like he's he's you know, he's he's good stuff, but he's not like really powerful. So I'm guessing we're wearing earpieces. I'm guessing Yeah, you guys have comm devices. Okay, so uh while I'm while I fail, is he like bouncing off the walls, or what? Is, what is he doing? The the assailant, the assassin. Yes. He's literally like parkouring between the wall, like Mario jumping between okay. the alleyway walls, and like running along them like like a ninja. Okay, so I call into Slime Samurai, all right, and tell him to make his way to the rooftops where we're where we're at, and mm-hmm. try to use his abilities to slime the walls. Okay. All right, he's going to uh, head to the rooftop, and he's going to use his abilities to try to slow him down, whatever whatever it is he can do. Um, you can make your attack, he'll make his attack as well, and the assassin will make his evade. So I'm going to try to do the restraint again. Uh, yep. Am I taking anything away? Nope, nope, you just okay. you just failed an attack. So, And I'm, I'm changing the way combat works too, but we haven't got there yet. Okay, yeah. So you evade. Literally can't even throw for content. That's an 18. I'm calling that an okay. 18. Okay, 18. I'm calling that an 18. He also got an 18. Slime <laughs> hasn't even rolled yet, but he physically can't roll that high. Yeah. So he, he throws some slime at the wall, and the, the ninja just kind of like backflips over it and uh, just like runs along the other wall. But at the same time, you hit him, manage to hit him with an icicle. He drops to the ground, and we're going to mark him with some damage. Mm, yeah. 
I'm going to assume that you take away his highest ability, which is his parkour ability. So he's not going to be whipping around, jumping backflips anymore. He's not going to do like all like parkour, parkour. Yeah, you like freeze his feet. Um, you and in doing so, you're able to catch up to him and get a get a much closer look at him. And through his uh, his ninja mask, you can see uh, like robotic eyes. Uh, at the same time, slime you know he slime slides down the wall, Ooh. and he's like, oh my gosh, a ninja. You're going to be my nemesis. And he pulls out his slime katana and he's like, let's battle. And uh, once again, you're in charge. Um, yeah, we'll just call that as like you caught him. Okay. And uh, everybody's got neutral priority. So, so before Slime Samurai does anything, I'm going to uh, order him to stand down. But he's going to be my ne- samurai ninja. He's my nemesis, man. I got to stand down. Stand down. Arr! Next time. Next time. Uh, put, he kind of like lowers his katana. So I walk up to this robot ninja. Mm-hmm. And I try talking to it. He, he's got his katana out. And it's like a laser katana. He's like spinning around. He's like, it's good to see you again, brother. Again. Ah, uh, you don't recognize me. He pulls off his ninja mask. And it's one of the Argon drones. Ooh! Yeah, looks identical to like the Argon drone that you fought in episode one. He's like, been quite some time. He puts his mask back on. He says, I go by a new name now. I am the Neon Ninja. So is it more you guys? Or are you guys still fighting about that whole shebang about like years ago? <laughs> he chuckles and says, ah, my brothers were fooled. No, we no longer share the same source code. We are now unified, all receiving uh, information and input through one unified program. Oh, so like Morse code. No. It's supposed to trouble, haha. No. Your comedy tricks will do nothing to me. I am a serious, uh, serious adversary now, and I will be taken seriously. He's holding his katana like, like up, like he's gonna, he's ready to okay. strike. He says, there are hundreds of us, and you can't stop us now. Okay, so as he does that, I'm just going to piss him off and just say, you know what? You want to do this? I just wolf out. <laughs> just right in front of me, he's like, oh, it's a lot bigger than last time. I just, like, crack my neck and just, like, I go like this. And just as, I, my, as my arms are just going to my sides, I just get bigger and bigger. <laughs> and bigger. He's getting, like, Vietnam flashbacks. Yeah. He's like, oh, God, remembering, like, because he, he was the one there that, like, had his head crushed right yeah like, he was all of them so he's he's feeling it he's like oh okay this maybe isn't a bad isn't a good idea um all right so are you going to attack him uh i will you know what yeah i will attack him all right so i need a d8 a d10 a d12 i'm just grabbing his dice real quick D twelve and a D twenty. Let's do this. All right. Seventeen. Jesus Christ! I forgot you were rolling a D twenty. Oh God! All right. Well, you certainly got this one. Um, what is your seventeen? Uh, that is your dire wolf dire ability. Wolf. So yeah, you just you can just mess him up. Take one of his uh oh. Go ahead and describe your kill. <laughs> so uh, as I 
explained before, I just, as I throw my arms, I become mm-hmm. huge and you can see the panic in his face. Yep. I just slowly walk up to him. Remember this. I grab his arms. I Chewbacca fucking rip his <laughs> arms off. Oh. Is, is his cantana like retractable? Uh, yeah. Yeah, so, cool, yeah. So he's basically a lightsaber. Yeah. So I pick up his arm. I untrack it. Throw it at Samurai uh, Samurai guy. He catches it. Catches it. And I just look at him. You done messed up, eh, Ron? <laughs> and just squeeze his head. You just crush him again? Yep. Oh, that's awesome. Uh, yeah, you defeated him super easily. Yeah. Uh, just goes to show how much more powerful uh, Arctic Wolf has become in this time. Um, yeah, the the crowd behind you is cheering. They're like, "Yeah, yeah, you got him!" And the mayor's like, he he actually walks over to the alleyway and he's like, "Thank you so much for saving my life." And puts out his hand to shake your hand. As as I turn around to the mayor, I'm walking slowly, but I'm slowly returning back to my human form and just shake his hand. Right before yeah. I shake his hand, like my hand comes back to human. Perfect. He like he shakes it and he's like, we're so glad to have a hero like you on our side. And uh Yeah. Um you see Slime gets on the comms, he's like, Yeah, attack on the mayor. He's he's already he's like reporting it up to yeah. HQ. He's like, attack on the mayor. All right, you guys will be down in a minute. All right, sounds good. Um and after like a minute or so goes by uh gabrielle as well as uh her mentor who really really kind of keeps her by her side at all times uh they descend down on like rocket scooters Ooh. from the from the from the sky and they come down they're like what is this some sort of robot an attack drone and gabrielle is like picking up the body she goes by gecko girl now gecko girl gecko girl Oh, please, let, let me just guess what her power is. She gets to change into anything she goes to. She's She's got a lot of powers. Oh, my God. Yeah, she was cracked from day one. Like, uh-huh. she was way more powerful than you to start with. You just never brought her along because, like, you never needed to, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I haven't changed her stats at all. Okay. I don't think I need to. Um, but, yeah, she's, like, picking up the, the, the robot body, and she's like, so what? what is this? Like, have you seen this before? Remember when we were kids and I got saved by Hydro-Man? Yeah. These are, one. this was one of the robots that captured me, Gabriella. Really? Yes. So these are the, oh, these are the Argon drones. Yes, Argon drones. The, uh, a little speaker in like the chest module that's like exposed now because you ripped the arms mm-hmm. off. It's like, it's Neon Ninja now. And then fizzles out. It's like, uh-huh, neat. Well, we'll take this back to the uh, to HQ and see what we can figure out about these drones. They're certainly different from last time. I really think when you guys take it back, just secure it really, really well. All right, we'll do that. And uh, the speech is kind of like adjourned at this point. There was an assassination attempt. Like they're like, all right, we're gonna cancel this whole thing. Like everybody go home. The media's taking pictures like crazy. Um, I have a lot of notes. No worries. No worries. So as you're going through your notes, I'm just going to assess the situation. Yeah. The whole body is getting picked up. Uh, I go to uh, Slime Samurai, tell him, like, okay, 
this is what you did wrong. This yeah. is what you need to do. But this little slip haps, I won't say anything because we've all been there. Yeah. Like he's like not taking it well. Like he he's he's being respectful and polite because like he, he knows that you're yeah. you're the boss. But he's like he's kind of got this like I want to be the big boss, like kind of kind of attitude. He's he's still listening to yeah. you and like, but he he's, he kind of you have like this like unspoken rivalry with him. Yeah, where he's always like not directly, but like kind of passive aggressively like stepping on your toes. Yeah, he he wants to one up me. Yeah, but he he knows he can't, but like he yeah. really wants to because as the only other man in the group, he's kind of like one of us has got to be the alpha. Yeah, and like it's very clearly not him. Bitch, I am the alpha. <laughs> Um, all right. Well, that's, that's, that's that whole, uh, adventure adjourned. I would, I kind of just want to have, and I haven't written down my notes. Let's just follow Wolf around for a bit. Like what, okay. what, what, when he goes to work, like, where does he go? What does he do? Okay. So like, turn I'm, it in for the night. So I'm going to say that like this whole superhero things, like it's, it's like, it's calmed down. I'm going mm-hmm. back. Yeah. So I'm going to say that I go back up to the aircraft, mm-hmm. but thing is I have an apartment. Yeah. So I have an apartment down in the city. Yeah. So I get undressed. I do all that stuff. I yeah. go back to my apartment. You check the green chest? <laughs> Not yet. <laughs> Thing is, the green chest is in my apartment. For 16 years, you haven't checked it. No. Why, why would I? It's, it's safe. It's, everything's safe in it. There's no reason to. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm just so excited. I know. <laughs> so I get to the apartment and I hang out my coat. It's I got like maybe five four hours left until yeah. i have to go to work because <laughs> you know those long hours being a detective yeah coffee breaks all every half hour there's like a conspiracy board across like your bedroom <laughs> wall and it's like trying to connect like all these just uh, like that guy from uh sunshine in philadelphia he's like try to connect this, everything this and actually i'm gonna i'm gonna butt in here at the center of the uh, your your conspiracy wall, trying to find like the kingpin of like crime in the city, more or less. Um, you don't have a picture, you don't have an image, you don't have any other name, any other information other than just the name Chishario. 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 Some sort of Italian mob boss. Yeah. Something. But I'm gonna add that in a corner of the wall, I have a picture of the doctor. That. Doctor Disaster. Doctor Disaster. And on back burner, but he's always there. Always there. Because that's my main goal is to catch him. Yeah. He has been quite elusive. The future society has zero leads in stealth. You have more information on him than, than yeah. they do. And I'm determined to find him and take yeah. revenge. Awesome. Killed my dog. Yeah, he did. Actually, that was kind of Argon who yeah. did that. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> um, but yeah, so hang up stuff. I I sit down. I just crack open a beer, which doesn't affect me at all. Yeah, just like the taste. Just like the taste. The bubbles feel good. Yeah. So <laughs> I pass out because I'm tired. Yeah. Alarm goes off. Get ready to work. Get put my suit. I put a suit on. Got like a coat. Got like a badge. Mm-hmm. Gun. Really don't need it, but yeah. I was just imagining this guy with a gun. It's like. We gotta chase after the assailant. He's like the partner pulls the gun and he's just like, "Hang on, I got him." Shoots an icicle at him. Well, I, I'm I'm gonna say that like I keep the superhero life secret. Okay. Like when I have my suit on, 
like the the dire wolf skin kind of goes up in my face to look like sideburns yeah and kind of like hides masks your identity yeah. sort of thing so right. like no one knows that i'm arctic wolf do you pull like the full clark kent like do you wear glasses when you're not superheroing no okay <laughs> thing is like when i'm superheroing my eyes change color oh okay they change to a red yeah you just like you change your form like yeah. to the wolf just enough to like yeah just enough where it's 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 like barely alan in the flash where he like babes his like face yeah it's like that sick so i go to work get there piss pile of paperwork oh yeah this is like a ton i i i since i'm new i get the shit out of the stick yeah but i always get my paperwork done in time just imagine like frantic scribbling well because yeah because uh vincent's like super good at like mm-hmm. you know reading and like you know logical stuff he's just intelligent with like yeah realistic stuff yeah nice so i'm just sitting there at my desk just sitting there and that's it right now just sitting there pulling through yeah your uh superhero comms device do you kind of keep it on you do you have like an alert system or something i, I kind of keep it on me okay but like I, it's a I'm gonna I'm I'm gonna guess like it's it's like a cell phone okay type thing like a pager yeah it's, it's like a pager. Pager. basically a pager speaking of if there's a super loud noise and I suddenly disappear I am yes. on call right now yes so. Cole is on call fire duty call yeah so if if something happens let's you know didn't happen last time so thing is what we could do is if you get a call tonight we can put it as a part one and two a part two of episode three okay so yeah keep that. And then just like clip them together or literally just release them separately. Yep. Either way. Um, but yeah, I'm just sitting there at my desk, minding my own business, doing a lot of bullshit paperwork. Nice. Well, as you're doing your paperwork, your, uh, your superhero kind of like comms device, uh, you know, starts going off like a little like beep, beep. Yeah. Beep, beep. It's like discreet enough that somebody sitting next to you is just like, oh, your phone ringing. And uh, there's a message there from. Gecko girl says, you got to come to HQ like now, like right now. Okay. Okay. So I grab, I get up, push my chair on my desk, grab my coat, go to my boss and say, I got to go. It's important. I'll tell you later. And he knows that I get my paperwork done. Time yeah. And he gives me a little slack because he, I'm the first person he's seen to be a detective. Yeah. He's like, doesn't even look up from his newspaper. He's like, as long as paperwork's done at the end of the day, you got 10 hours. On it, sir. And uh, yeah, zoom out. Back at HQ, um, Rocket Girl and Gabrielle, who is now like a little more versed in uh, mechanics, like she's mm-hmm. been shadowing Rocket Girl for a long time. So she's a very like skilled um, engineer, so to speak. Uh, they're standing over the uh, the body of the Argon or the Neon Ninja drone. Neon Ninja. He's actually named Neon Ninja first, and then I changed it to Argon, like for episode one. But oh. Yeah. A uh, little Easter egg for you. Um, but they're standing over it, and uh, Rocket Girl looks up and goes, these have been mass-produced. And then Gabriella pulls out. She says, look at these screws. This is a standard quarter-inch screw. These are these are bought from a store, bought from a supplier, and installed onto this robot. Somebody is mass producing these. The cutting lines here, and she starts going over. Like you can see where the uh, the cutting lines, like they leave the wave marks. And you see it's a CNC cut piece. 
these are uh, precision bent, like just going over all of the pieces and just explaining pretty much how he was built. Yeah. And uh, saying like somebody is mass producing these, like there could be hundreds more and we need to figure out where they're being mass produced and they don't have any leads and they need their best detective on the case. <laughs> okay. So since I know where this thing's from, I haven't seen it in years. And the thing is, I know more about Dr. Disaster than anybody. Dr. Disaster. Dr. Disaster. <laughs> and this is from his arsenal. You really think he's back building them again? He was never gone. No, he has been in hiding for so long now. So, so long. I think almost 20 years. Yeah. It's basically been almost 20 years. It has, yeah. It's been 20. It's 19 years. It's going to be 20 next fall. There's no way he's back. He's been hiding for too long. He must have retired. Evil like that never retires. Well, where do you suppose we look? Where it all started. You're actually too good of a detective. <laughs> <laughs> be a really short episode <laughs> no, of course I, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna i'm gonna fuck with it a little bit don't worry <sighs> um all right well load up the jet do you want you want one of us to come with you or slime samurai like jumps in the room he's like he's my nemesis i'm going to go with him i want hydro man he looks around they're like oh hydro man's away right now he's on uh, a peace mission He's out uh, blessing the rains down in Africa. He's literally making it rain because there's a drought going yes. on. Blessing the rains. Well, send him a message to this, these coordinates. He'll definitely know what I'm talking about. Tell him it's for me. All right. I'll, I'll send the message and, and see, see what he says. All right. And uh, she gets on her comms device and she's like doing. Yeah. She's texting. She's shooting him a text. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he doesn't usually carry a comms device himself just because, like, he doesn't have ears to put it in. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So do you load up on the jet and you just, just Hydro Man? That's all you want to take with you? Oh, I'll, I'll bring uh, Slime Samurai with me because he's got a... Very he eager. He's very eager. So, like, okay, come on. I'll, 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 let's go. Yes. Yeah, let's go. All right. But uh, follow my lead. He says, yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. This is very, very personal. He says, yeah, because he's my nemesis, right? No, this is very personal. He, like, does not understand. He has not gotten your backstory. He's like, because he's my nemesis, right? Let's go with that. All right, yeah, cool, cool, cool. Um, you load up in the jet and fly off to the iceberg where it all started. You know, You know where it is, just... Because you've done your research and in looking for Doctor Disaster, yeah. like kind of mark it all. It always goes back to there. Yeah, um, and you find yourself on the iceberg, standing before the staircase that leads down to the earthquake engine. Because the rest of the lab had been, you know, ripped yeah. from the top top floor, and it's just the staircase leading down. So we we land, mm -hmm. we come out, we see the staircase. What I do, I walk 15 feet away from the staircase into absolutely nothingness i go down on one one knee put my hand to the ground and say 
I still haven't forgot. <laughs> and then get up and go to the stairs. I genuinely feel guilty about killing dog. No, no, no. It, it's, <laughs> a, it, it's a perfect. That was like oh. a per- perfect backstory. Like, yeah, it, oh, it's it, so good. It's it, it's really good. Like, it's a very heartwarming. Like, not heartwarming, but like, it's very like yeah. Good way to have a really strong backstory. Yeah, like Batman meets John Wick. Basically. Because he killed his parents and his dog. Yeah. <laughs> all in one. Um, all right. As you descend downstairs, you notice there's been some changes. Something's uh, going on down here, and you find a factory in place of the earthquake engine. Some things to your kind of untrained eye, you don't really know what, what you're looking for, yeah. with mechanics and machines. But some things look familiar, like the giant, uh, some sort of giant metal tube with uh, like a glass coating, and you see water running up through it and converts into steam, and some sort of whatever that is right in the middle, always there, yeah. is now surrounded by this, uh, what seems to be some sort of like assembly shop. Um, there's a brake presses, the CNC machines, and laser cutters, and and uh, like bays for assembly and cranes, and they're just mass producing these, uh, these these drones, these robots, exactly the same as Argon, but they're like, you know, giving them katanas and you know uh, homing shurikens and you know a little ninja getup and all that stuff, and they're basically putting putting them all together. And he has Argon drones building other Argon drones, and uh, you go and stealth. So what I do is, I get I get on one knee, get us. Uh, uh, slime samurai I got on one me too mm-hmm. I turned around okay this is the same but different at the same time we need to do this carefully and stealthily okay so what we need to do is I need you to be ready for anything is all right well, because this have you ever heard anything about doc's disaster uh that's one of the guys they they could never catch right yes yeah I, I I heard a thing or two. He's just some crazy, crazy German. Yes. Polish. We don't know. That's how this is. This, this is how the guy is. We don't know what this guy is. Okay. But he's like super dangerous, right? He is dangerous. Okay. All right. He pulls out his like katana, and it's like a like half size because it's made but, of slime. So but I adjust it. Told, tell him no, not yet. Oh, okay. All right. It's resheathes it. He's like, what do we do? So, where are we right now? Is there like staircase going down or up? The um, panel for the earthquake engine, originally, you're just kind of like, they left it as like a memento. Okay. You're literally crouched behind that, and just beyond that is the factory. Okay. So, n- nobody has seen you yet. They're all like pretty oh, no. dang focused because they can only look at what they're working on because they're robots. Okay. So, uh, I'll say like we'll s- slowly walk our way into the factory. Stealthily? Or... Stealthily. All right. Let's do some rolls. He's also going to roll because uh, he has to. Yes. Uh, what would that be? Jerome. Um, tactics? You got your tactics, yeah. snow. You literally have snow stealth. Yeah, snow stealth. So that's two D12s. Bodies. Those are D12s. Oh. D20 and yeah, two D12s. Yeah. And then he is going to... Grab his d6s. 
And also, that's not him. Why is it moving? Okay. All right. Let's roll. Hope I don't roll shitty. Eight. Eight. Um, I'm gonna re-roll this one because it's completely on an angle. Seven. All right. Cool. So yeah, you guys actually do manage to uh to stealth. You basically like inherently can just hide in the snow. Yeah. Even without having to use your powers, um, which you usually do to be stealthy. But like this place is an iceberg. It's mm-hmm. full of snow. So you're just like slinking through the, the snow mounds and the ice and just kind of like blending in perfectly he turns into goo he just melts into goo and just kind of like slinks along the floor and like oh, okay. when somebody walks by he like disguises as a puddle and then like continues um you guys kind of make it like pseudo center of the factory and there's a uh what seems to be like a small office and it's like the only other like enclosed room. The rest is like fully exposed. There's like forklifts and cranes and whatever. But like this is the only room. The rest is just like the open concept factory. So uh, am I able to reach headquarters from here? Uh, your comms device is not picking up this deep inside. It did at the staircase, but you're a little okay. too deep under the ice now. Okay. Well, either way, I, I try to contact. Mm-hmm. I don't know, but now I do because I, I can't read. Yeah. Um. I I look I look at the puddle and say, I really hope he got the message to hide from there. He needs to come here. And I we slowly go up to the office. Is there any windows? Uh, to the office? No. Okay. So I ask Slime Samurai to slime his way into the door. Mm, clever. Because our comms will work. Yes. And I, they keep contact with me what he sees. Yes. So will it still work for his comms if he's still in slime? Uh, yeah, we'll say okay. yeah. Okay. He can like pop parts of his body out of it and be like, yep. He kind of just converts anything he's wearing or holding. Okay. So yeah. So that's the, the idea. He goes under there and explains what's in the office. Okay. He goes in and uh, you hear over the radio like, there's just three of them in here. They're all sitting at desks just typing away at computers, but they're not they're not doing anything else. There's it's just more drones. I'm not seeing the doctor anywhere. Hmm. Hmm. Odd. Usually he's around here somewhere. It looks like they're uh doing something with like making new schematics. Uh, some other another I guess version of the drone. It just looks a little bit bigger and more ninja y, I guess. I don't know how to describe it. But it just looks more Dangerous looking. Okay. More sci-fi. We need to go back upstairs and get outside so we can reach headquarters. All right, I'll try to get out of there quietly. Like, see him like slink his way up from under the door, and he like pops out. He says, "All right, let's 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 get back out of here. You are traveling back through the facility again, so I am gonna make you roll again." Yep. But I am gonna make him roll again too. <laughs> I really, I, I'm hoping that nothing happens, but I'm really hoping stuff happens. Well, we'll see. We'll see. Thirteen. Yeah, you're good. You're good. He, um, you and Slime Samurai just kind of like slink your way back to the, uh, the the mate, the old original control panel, and up the stairs enough that you can 
kind of get a bit of a signal. Okay. So headquarters, headquarters coming. Yeah, we re read you. What's going on? And it's the voice of uh, Pink Phantom. What's up, babe girl? What's going on? <laughs> How old is she at this point? Whatever. Um, she's got to be over 18. Oh, I know, because she was 15 when you were not. <laughs> oh, no, so she's in her third. Ah, she's 30. Yeah, she's 30. Hey, Wolf, how's it going? Oh, good, but um, um, I'm back in the Arctic. You're back? Yes. Have you told her your backstory? Yes, I, okay. I, I told her, kind of. Yeah. It's, what are you doing back there? What? Why are you back there? Is that why you're so staticky? Yes, because there was a drone. Oh, my God. The ninja guy that we have in headquarters right now, he came from there. Hang on. You just hear, like, frantic typing. Okay, I'm just moving the security footage. Oh my gosh, yeah. Yeah, that looks that looks exactly like the ones. Mm -hmm. Oh my gosh. Do you think do you think disaster's back? Yes. I, I he never left. Hmm. Alright, well, what what did you find down there? They're mass producing everything. Oh. He's got drones. I don't know if it's him, but he's got drones going crazy and and the, there's a secret file with a big one big one well i mean it's there are gone drones they can't be that dangerous this one i had someone in, inside the office says it's pretty big and uh slime jump, jumps on the comms and he's like yeah man no it looked like like really menacing like it had like a bigger sword and it was just yeah very dangerous but yeah i, I wouldn't want to fight it but i'm gonna because he's my nemesis and i'm no, gonna beat you're, you're not you're not fighting calm down I want to fight it. Has anybody contacted Hydromania? Nobody can get a hold of him. He's uh, he's just gone completely radio silent. He needs to be here. He needs to get here. I keep trying. I'll I'll keep working on it. And you can hear like over your comms, you're like doing like a mass broadcast. You're just like Hydroman, Hydroman, answer please. Oh my God, answer please. Mm -hmm. Um, what's your next move? Uh, I'm halfway up the stairs. Is there any doorways near there? Uh, no, the stairs are like a straight shot down to what used to be the earthquake chamber and is now just like the factory. Okay. Like it's literally just stairs straight into that. There's nothing else. We go straight upstairs because there's nothing more. All right. The factory down there. All right. Cool. Um, I don't know where to go from here. You like. <laughs> I, so I just want to like explain kind of where this all was supposed to go. This was supposed to be like the final area. Right, and I'm like, we have to have it at least have an interesting episode. So I just kind of like reversed it, and I was like, oh yeah, like where you look, like this will just be where you find the original, yeah, factory. And we're like, uh, I don't know what's. I kind of kiboshed that, didn't I? You did, and this this always happens in every game I've ever run, ever, no matter what, be it D and D, janky superhero, janky space, like any any of that. And it's just so much fun to like figure out what the hell's gonna happen. <laughs> yeah. But I'm, I'm stuck in a weird spot now of, like, what are you going to do next? Um, I, I'm going to say once we get up to the top, I'm going to search around a little bit. Okay. You, um, you search around a little bit. And you happen to notice two. Let's roll for it. Four figures patrolling the snow. 
they're ninjas. Yeah. They're they're wearing white ninja garb, but like they're also glowing green through like the the panels and whatnot. And um, you can it's kind of obvious. You can kind of see yeah. them a mile away. And they're just patrolling through the snow snow fields, and uh, one of them has spotted your jet, and they're kind of moving towards it. They haven't seen you yet, but they see the jet. I I, I turn to uh, slime samurai. Mm-hmm. It says, "You ready for this?" Pulls out his katana. He's like, "Yeah, oh yeah." Make make it. Dis- uh, I'm gonna make a distraction, and you come from behind. All right, he slinks down into slime and kind of like slithers along it under the jet. So I'm going to make a big noise and yell at them. Hey, over here. What's that? Oh, I see him. There he is. He found the base. Move in. And they, the, the four of them begin moving towards you. As they're moving towards me, I just slowly walk towards them. I, I don't like how he's doing that. I really don't. No, nah, it's fine. We got, we got more downstairs. The reinforcements will be up in a minute. And he pulls out his katana, and the other two pull out their katanas, and the last one pulls out some sort of, like, metallic cable that seems to, like, illuminate with, like, a, some sort of blade at the end. So as, as they're doing that, I don't wolf out, but I go completely, like, iced. Okay. And, like, kind of half wolf formed yeah like like i I look like a werewolf but not like fully grown like yeah among us yeah but in ice okay nice um all right well are you going to make an attack then because you both have neutral priority i am going to actually uh oh actually no you said uh you wanted slime to attack yeah yeah he'll move in now um, he will pull two d10s for his jade katana, and a d20 for his ability just called level 36 warrior, <laughs> because he maxed out his stats in the game. And he will just make an attack against them. I will roll their dice after. I should probably roll their dice at the same time, just so I know what's what. Oh, it's just 46. Okay. He rolled really low. Oh my yeah. god. Um, but he's attacking from stealth, so anything of his that beats their max, which is nothing. Wow. Wow. That's just bad luck on his part. He is powerful, like to an extent. But like, that is really bad luck on his part. He rolled a two on the d20 and a three and another two on the d10. And Argon rolled just, or sorry, Neon Ninja rolled one, four, four, five, which the five just beats all of that. Yeah. So he springs into action, pulls his katana, rushes towards them, and goes to slice one, and it just like ducks, and the other one, like that didn't even see it, like blocks his attack with his katana. Ooh. And then, like, doesn't even turn around. The other one turns and looks at it, and he begins attacking him from that side, like behind him. Ooh. So, like, as if he's seeing through his, like, other drone's eyes. Yeah. And uh, now you guys all hold neutral priority. So I'm going to attack. All right. So D20. D10. Eight. 
the D10. Let me take one of those. Okay. I need the D12. Okay, let's do this. I'm gonna, I'm gonna use my might. All right, so it's neutral priority, so they can use whatever they want, and he's using his tactics. I want to say that's a 15. That's a 20. Oh, that's 20. Yeah, that's a 20. Oh, no, no, this doesn't count. Oh, those aren't the ones you rolled? Okay. All right, yeah, that's a, a 15 or 12. It, does, it doesn't really matter, because he doesn't have dice big enough for that. Except the d12, which he rolled a 3 on. So yeah. you do hit him. Um, it is a might ability, so you're just going to, I'm just going to flag one of his, uh, drones. Um, he's got a unique ability in that, like, the number of drones just applies, like, passively to a yeah. few things, so you're fighting, like, the swarm and not, like, just one individually. Uh, makes it a little easier for me. Um, but you have taken priority, uh, and now you can just attack again. Okay, I'll do the exact same thing. Okay, you will properly defend this time with 3d6 because you have reduced the number of drones. You killed one. Six, seven, eight, nine. Nine. You got a nine. What's that d10? Might, that's your nitrogen hammer! Yeah. You just kill another one. Yes. Your nitrogen hammer. Now, I did change how this game works. So yeah. before it was like, you won, you won the attack, you get priority again. That, that, that's bad. That is a bad way of doing it. So we're going to go back and forth, and the only time you'll, like, take double, double turns, like double up your turn, yeah. is if you, like, your lowest result is higher than their highest result. Okay. So not the case here. So he does get to attack. Um, so you will defend with your resilience. You, uh, wait, nope. Yes. Yeah, he's going to use his might because it's just objectively better. And he has got a lot of D4s. Five. Karate chop to the back of the neck. And a D12 for his laser katana. Six. Oh my god. He can't hit you. You are you are simply too powerful. Okay. I'm just too badass. <laughs> um, yeah, you your six, your sixes are like your your wolf's hide and just simply being built different. Yep. Um, you just block a laser katana just like with your arm. It's rad. Uh, and then you once again take priority back. Uh, I will just use might. All right. I know Slime's not really helping right now. You can order him to help if you want. Like, um, and then you'll just use his abilities if you want, but it's up to you. His stat line is basically... You see how with like this, I'm rolling like a bunch yeah. of D4s? Each one of his abilities is similar to that, where it's like a bunch of D4s or a bunch of D6s, and then like one other good thing. So he's really consistent, but yeah. he's not good at anything. Uh, what I'll do is... Yeah, I'll get him to help out. Okay. So he will go with his mind. We're down to two Argon drones. Sorry, Neon Ninja drones. And as 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 he's as you're situating that, I go to I call the headquarters and say we need backup stat. I lied, his might is cracked. Okay. Um Let's do this. 17. 
God. Bam! Oh, that's your attack. I haven't rolled defense for... Yeah. I haven't rolled defense yet. My highest is 13, though. It's just 2d6. Physically can't beat that. Okay, cool. <laughs> you have killed a third of the four drones. Um, You hear over the comms, like, nobody's answering. I can't get a hold of anyone. You're just going to have to deal with it. And the, the third one, like, looks around and he goes, I surrender. Puts his arms up, drops his katana. He's like, nope, not worth dying over. Not worth dying over. So as he puts his hands up, I just drops it. I kind of mellow down. All right. And I go up to him. Get on your knees. Gets down on his knees. Who are you working for? <laughs> I'll bet you assume it's father once again. No. Haven't seen him in years. Not since he abandoned me on this same iceberg. I sat in that snow pile for months. When I finally dug myself out, I got to work. I used what I could out of the earthquake engine, and I started rebuilding myself. Please tell me it's the one I took his arm off. It's like the exact same one. Oh. It's like that one started rebuilding the factory, like started building the factory and replicating himself. Like that's the only one that survived. Oh. So all all of these drones are that one. Oh. Yeah, every single one of them. We don't share the same source code anymore. We're not derivatives of the original. We all operate with orders directly linked from our comms devices to the original. Where is the original? Ha. You'll never find him. Not if we take you in. Oh, yeah? You and what army? And you see from behind you, ascending the stairs, are... No, I don't like that number. I'm going to roll <laughs> again. I don't like that one either. I want something higher. Eleven more of the drones all coming up the stairs, drawing katanas and their, their, their cable darts and, and their shurikens they're all kind of like post up at you and he goes see i just had to stall long enough for the rest of them to get here we all share one brain one set of eyes <laughs> we are all legion and he draws his katana and goes to make a quick attack and he's, he's just gonna make a quick attack okay you. he's just gonna try to get the jump on you you do also hold neutral priority so you can just like defend it and just keep messing with them or you can just poof, right here I grab his I grab I grab his arm. Alright. Right before he slices down. As he does that. What a pitiful army and as I grow. <laughs> um alright. Quick quick contest between the two of you. Those, those two, like this one specific drone and yourself. Mm -hmm. Um he dropped his katana. So he's just gonna get a bunch of these dice. You can go ahead and roll your might. Okay. And try to chop the back of the neck. Seven, twelve, ten, twelve. Yeah, you got him. <laughs> you got him. Uh, you can go ahead and describe your kill. <laughs> so as he goes to slice me, I grab his arm. As I say, what a pitiful army. 
as I say it, I'm growing into the massive wolf I am. Mm-hmm. And then I take his arm. I like kind of knife it where like I flip it upside right and just yeah chop him in half with his own arm. Own arm. What? <laughs> That's awesome. And then okay. I slowly move back. I, I slowly turn my body towards the eleven mm-hmm. robots and give like an alpha yell. The eleven turns into fifteen more behind them, and uh, Slime Samurai is like visibly nervous. He is not okay with what's about to happen. Like I... so, some sort of beam from the sky seems to cut down between you and the drones, and it quickly circles around all of the drones. And that whole section of the iceberg just breaks off and they all fall into the water. And Hydro-Man floats down. Ah, Wolf, how are ya? Got your message, came as fast as I could. Took about an extra a couple minutes, just had to finish up. Wow, wow, what, what are we doing here? I had to say this is about fucking time. I came as fast as I could, all right? I didn't have my phone on me. Never have your phone on you. I, I, I know, I don't have pocket. He like gestures down, he is naked. Like, he doesn't have... The only thing he wears is the cape. Yeah. And the rest is just glowing man. He's like, I got... He doesn't have, like, a dick or anything. Yeah. But, like, he's like, I don't have pockets. I can't... It's not that easy. <laughs> I'm sorry, man. I, uh... I, I came as fast as I could. What, what do we do? Why are we back here? What the hell are they doing here? There's a situation that we need to figure out. Ah, uh, all right, all right. Well, fill me in on the way back. And he... he He's like, are we going? Are we, do you do you want to go back down there? Is there is there more? Do we got to go? You want me to go in there and just give me the old? As he's like explaining this, I I calm down. Okay. Like did did the when he did that did the stairs go as well or no? Yeah, it was just like the entrance to the stairs. So like he basically cut it out so the the top of the stairs is just at a different spot now. So I tell him that we have to go back down there, go to the office, take the hard drives. Okay. And like there's secret stuff that we need to get take because it's evidence that we need. Okay. He's like, all right, yeah, sounds good, sounds good. As he's like standing at the top of the stairs about to flood it, he's like, yeah, no, I'll hold off, I'll hold off, we're good. And as, right. as he's we're doing that, I explain to him what's happening and. Okay. Damn. So you really think he's back, Doctor Disaster? After all this time, still couldn't freaking find him. I'll tell you, that's one, that's one clever cookie. There's no way that this one robot could get out of himself. No way. No, definitely not. Definitely not. I, uh, robots, yeah, no, they're so, they're so puny. Look at this. As, like, one jumps out from behind a table, he just, like, catches it with his hand <laughs> and just, like, throws it up into the ceiling and it just, like, completely, like, embeds itself in the ice. He's like, I mean, like, they're so, you know, look at them. They're so small. They're so puny. They're nothing. Um, back in the Arctic, we bring Alexander. Self assembling, replicating drones. He's all right. Well, what did, what did you want to check out? Like, where he goes into the office where uh, Slime was, and you can see now there's like three monitors set yeah. up. Um, well, three computer workstations with like multiple monitors, and there's the uh, you see the schematic for the uh. The new and improved, like the 
what did he call it? The Mark Nine drone. Because um, I really like Mortal Kombat Nine, so I call yeah. it MK Nine. Um, the Mark Nine drone. You see, it is much bigger, much more advanced, like a lot more deadly. Has a much more powerful sword. Um, a lot of other other baloney. But on the other one, you see that these drones actually were designing and like building and like uh, engineering um, schematics for that new uh, that new uh, Mark Nine as well as some sort of like self-contained space-faring vessel. And the third monitor is like a set of orders for like, you know, steel, uh, rivets, bolts, yeah. stuff like that, as well as an order for like um, some sort of like unlabeled communications device. It just, it's like literally like on the screen as you scroll through it, it's just redacted. The name is like redacted comms device. And is there... Screws there. There are screws. There are there are the standard quarter inch, uh, one inch long stainless steel fine thread screws. <laughs> um, but yeah, and then there's addresses for all the suppliers, and uh, yeah, including the one for the uh, the redacted comp device. Yeah, we we need this information. We need all of it. Yeah. Iron Man's like literally like picking up the monitor. He's like, all right, well, take this with us. <laughs> Just to show off, I, I go big and grab like four. <laughs> He's like, all right, all right, all right. Uh, uh, and he just like blasts the hole straight up with like his water jet. He's like, yeah, we'll just, we'll just go up this way. And like he makes like a little stairway tunnel. Yeah. Just like cutting out the ice and uh, leads right up to the jet. And uh, you load up all the equipment, all the computers, all the hard drives, all the like the remnants of the the like remaining intact, like non-destroyed but like incomplete drones, motherboards, just pieces, all that stuff. Yeah. Loaded up onto the jet and uh, go ahead and fly back to HQ. Yeah. Perfect. Um. So you on, you begin unloading it, and uh, uh, Rocket Girl and Gecko Girl are like, oh my. Rocket Girl's like peering through stuff and she's like, This is this is odd. And she's looking, she's like, they don't have a power source. Like they how is this factory running? Like, what was it running on? There's no electricity out there. Did you see solar panels or steam? Steam? What do you mean steam? I have to go. And she just literally just just flies away on her rocket scooter and leaves leaves uh Gabrielle behind. She's like She's been like this for like a couple days now. She's just super antsy about, I don't know, something's getting to her. Anyways, and she keeps peering through them. She's like going through the logs. She's like, oh yeah, what is this like weird redacted order? Don't know. You find out. Well, it's got an address. I'm going to go check it out. I'm coming with. Okay, Hydro Man's like, I have stuff to do back in Africa. I will I will be back, all right? You go do your own thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah no, I, I got you. Hang on. And he goes and he grabs a comp device and he's like, he like, like duct tapes it to the side of his head. <laughs> he's like, I got you, man. You need something. I'm right here, all right? All right, I'll, I'll be, I'll, I'll catch you later, okay? Keep in contact. You know this is personal. All right, all right, buddy. I'm here for you if you need to talk, too. Like, I'm, I'm just, just go. All right. 
Bye. <laughs> he's like, he, he feels like he's like, he failed, you know, and he's just so sad. Well, like, he, yeah. <laughs> everything that's happened. Yeah. It's, it's a very emotional time. It's, it's emotional, like, the past is coming back up. And, yeah. 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 Um, so she takes you to the address. It's actually in Diamond City. And it's a, uh, I don't even know what to describe it as, like a prototype lab startup for like computer hardware. I don't know how computer hardware is made. Is it made in a factory? Is it engineered? Like I don't. Uh, depending on how you do it. Yeah, like like motherboards and. You can you can like buy all the pieces and doing basically your garage. Okay. And then once you get big, you can get a factory for it. Okay. Well, it's uh it's a small like startup shop, and um. You go to the front door, and it's called uh, Intercommunications. Like, it's like inter-hyphenated communications. I peek around, look through the windows and stuff. Um, hipsters. Just a lot of, like, weird hairdos, ridiculous outfits, like, just guys with, like, weird, just really, like, I don't know how to describe a hipster. I don't know, turtleneck sweaters and stuff like that. Like how I dress sometimes in the winter. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, uh, so am I, I'm going to say since we're going to the city, I'm not dressed in my superhero uniform. I'm dressed in my cop uniform. Okay. Uh, Gabrielle has also managed to like, she camouflages her skin into normal human skin. Ooh. So, and she just like squints a lot because her eyes are super big from being gecko-y. So she yeah. like squints to make it look normal size. Normal. Yeah. She has to put a lot of effort into looking like a person. So I'm guessing the, the shop's open. Yep. Yep. Shop's open. Um, you walk in, one of the guys, he's got like a big blue afro and he's like, welcome to communications, man. What can I help you with? Well, I pull out my badge. I go and put it on the table. BCPD. And you answer, and I need you to answer some questions. Oh, yeah, man. Rad, rad, rad. I never talked to a cop before. We're not getting audited, are we? Are you supposed to? No, no. All our, all our stuff's up to code. We're just, you know, I just, I just, I'd have to get the manager because I don't know. I don't, I, that's not, that's not, that's not no, gonna no, we don't need to go there. Don't okay. All right, all right. Cool, cool, cool. Uh, cool, cool, um, cool. There's some um, questions I need to ask you about uh, addresses. Okay. Uh, so I pulled. A little notepad and say, and it's like, do you know where this address is? And say the address from uh, the Arctic. Um, he's like, oh yeah, that's just one of our supplier or one of the uh, one of our customers, and he like basically like shows you the whole uh, shipping protocol for it. Yeah, it's like a specialty thing, so it ships like basically back and forth until it gets to this like small post office in the north, like in the like the far north northwest. Uh, territories yeah and then they like plane it out to the arctic and just like airdrop it in yeah and he's like looking at he's like i've never looked into this detail before but yeah this is a super sketchy order i i see your concern we're just shipping our stuff out to the arctic i mean they're just like who's even using it up there man i figured you would have that information of who's buying Oh, well, I can't reveal customer, customer, you know, inter... Well, it would be a shame to get a guy I know to audit this place and see if they... Oh, man, no, or... don't audit us. Oh, okay. All right, hang on. I'll pull up the customer list. He, he pulls it up and he says, 
the name is literally just listed as John Smith. Just like very generic, like <laughs> John Smith. I was trying to John. think of something like clever for Neon Ninja, but there isn't anything. John Doe. I put a lot of effort into not like <laughs> making it a Doctor Disaster thing. Yeah. But like, yeah. John Smith. John Smith. And they pay in advance and they get a mass produced. You want to see the product? And he pulls out just like a small like electronic device. And he's like, yeah, these things are the ones they use on NASA satellites, man. They say these things can go to the moon or even further. We're working on making them like uh, intergalactic level so that, you know, once humans start going out into space, we'll be able to communicate with Mars and other planets and even other galaxies, man. We use faster than light neutrinos to communicate. And he just goes off about a bunch of nerd shit. Um, like Gabrielle is like in fear. Just add what he's saying. She's like, hey, put it aside. There's a little side part. Okay, okay. Hold. Oh, I, part over here needs to hold. Like, I got to talk about part over here. Just give me a second. So she put, yeah, she, you guys just step out front. She's like, you, you don't understand what this means. So if he's building a spacecraft and these, these intergalactic communications device, if like the, the, the main original computer code, whatever, the original one, the original Argon is making these self-replicating robots, these factories. Hi. I know. We're in the middle of something. Uh, <laughs> um, these self-replicating factories, then the plan must be to send them out into space and start some sort of like neon ninja argon he wants to civilization. You know what I'm saying? He he's, he's going beyond our bounds of Earth. He wants to be the first ones to connect with civilizations that there before us. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. See, we need to stop this. We need to stop this now. We need to figure out where these chips are coming from. Well, they're building the chips at like literally the place that you're at is where they're building the chips. Okay. So, okay. So we go, we go back inside or whatever. Yeah. Who was the first one to make these chips? He goes, oh, that was our founder, Donnie. Hey, Donnie. And the guy walks over and he's like, really like, uh, he's got like a big white turtleneck on and like giant glasses and just has like the most like buff kind of like demeanor. He's like, how's it going? Of Donnie. How tall is he? He's like at least six seven. He's gigantic. Okay, so I'm looking up to him. Yeah, you're you're look you're looking up at him and he's just like, What's up, Donnie? Yeah, you making these chips? Yeah, man. Branded technology. Let me show you how it works. And he goes through like the exact same spiel the other guy just did. And then he's like going on about how he invented it. I made this in my uh my mom's garage. Uh when, when I was Reading through some physics textbook, they were talking about neutrinos that travel faster than light. I look I look at uh Echo Girl. No, no whatever. Yeah. yeah. We need to bring up the HQ. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's a big bastard, yeah. 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 Do you wanna try to swim a little bit or just like just fucking grab him? No, no, there's a lot. We need, we need, uh, I need to have a couple more questions for you, but we need to take you down to the station. 
Oh. Well, you're not in any trouble, nothing. Just, just does need bringing down. Well, I'll be happy to comply. I will come with you. Okay, thank you. I'm so happy I got to use my crown fights. <laughs> <laughs> he uh, he follows you up front, and he's like, um, "You guys got your have your car, I guess. I got, yeah, you have a car. Well, yeah, we have got a car. car. You can take him to the jet. Like, what's what's your plan?" But, so here? the plan was is to, hit, to put, take him to the car, of mm-hmm. course, as he gets in, just boom. <laughs> yeah, like the whole the whole like sus- suspension of the car just like shifts. Yeah. So um we're driving down but we're going the total opposite way to the from the station. Yeah, he's he's on his on his tablet. Not even fucking watching. Yeah, he has no idea where you're going. So we get to the outskirts of the city because mm-hmm. can't trust anybody now. Mm-hmm. And so, okay, we're here. Oh, perfect. He looks up he's like we are absolutely not here. Where are we going? I said downtown, but not downtown. I am so confused. Am I being kidnapped? What's going on here? Gabriella looks at you. She's like, ready to take him up to the to the ship? Yep. Perfect. She climbs up on top of the roof and just like sticks her hands and feet to the roof of the car. And like the jet flies by overhead. And she just like looks up, shoots out her tongue and like sticks it to the bottom <laughs> of the jet and just carries the car like a wrecking ball all the way up. Um, yeah, she's way more powerful than she has any right to be yep. considering how stupid her powers are. Uh, and yeah, he takes you up to the, uh, sorry, she takes you up to the jet. Please tell me he's pissing her pants. He's like screaming like, what's going on? I, I didn't sign up for this. You ain't no cop. You ain't no cop. Let me see your badge number. He's like, pulls out his phone. He's like, I'm filming this. I'm filming this. I just take in this crazy phone. <laughs> 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 I'm scared. He's like absolute giant of a man. Yeah, it's like, no. So big, he's just a big baby. <laughs> uh, you make it up basically just to the courtyard of the, uh, the airship. And uh, the airship like kind of like lowers the car down gently, and Gabriella like gets off. She's like gasping. She's like, "God, he's so heavy." <laughs> <laughs> the ship lands next to you, and um, oh, what's her name? Pink Phantom like kind of like phases through the wall of it, and is like, "Are right, you guys good? I'm gonna go back inside the control room." She's like through the walls. Yeah. She's in the doors are for me. I open up the driver's side door. Open up his door. Yeah. Welcome, welcome to HQ. Oh my God, where are we? Is this no way? I saw about this in a TikTok. This is the this is the future society. Oh my god, I'm at the future society. Okay, I take it all back. And, I'm and so excited. As, as he's like doing that, like I just just to make him like really like try to make him faint, I like go big for a second <laughs> to make him like bigger than him. I don't know what to roll for that, but you know what? I'm going to roll. He's just a regular human with regular senses. If he rolls a five on this D6, he's good. He faints. <laughs> he faints. He's down. Yeah. <laughs> you, like, grow to the same size as him, and he's just never seen that Just, just an inch higher. Yeah, just, just, it's, the, it's the fur on the top of the head. Yeah. Um, all right. Yeah, he faints. You take him down. And, uh, yeah. Is that what we're going to call it? I, we can keep going, man. Like, I, I can wrap this up. There's not much more to it. You kind of just have to, like... No, I, I'm going to say let's call it because I got busy tomorrow. Okay. Well, we'll call it there. But before anything, before we actually call it, call it. I am so mad that we didn't get to do it, but fucking... You just say it's here. You have your own room. Okay, so 
the, the chest is in the room. I go to open the chest to see if there's my stuff in it. In, and what do I see? In looking for um, the, the icicle spear and the, uh, the pelt of the dire polar bear, you open the chest for the first time in years and find yourselves, hang on, let me get the exact, the exact <laughs> thing that I wrote down. Oh, cat barking. <clears throat> you find what can only be described as a giant subterranean lizard and troglodyte soup. So, would you like to explain what happened? So, Mr. Cole over here <laughs> decided to make this chess an alternate universe chest. Yep. So whenever something gets put in the chest, a different universe has the same chest, gets that item. Yep. So in Dungeons & Dragons, they discovered the green-eyed chest. Uh, Victor's character promptly lost his shit. But thing is that it's not a green-eyed chest. It's a red-eyed chest. No, no, it was green. Oh, green? It was just that the, um, the dragon symbol on it was the one that lit up. Oh, okay. So in this one, the diamond, the superhero emblem, yeah. lights up when Victor's around because that's the world he's in. Yeah. And then in the the Dungeons and Dragons, the dragon lights up because yeah, yeah, it was green eyes. Was it? I really hope it was. I think so. That's whatever. What, that's whatever. what I meant to say. Yeah, whatever. Uh, but yeah, so uh, Damon's character took the stuff out and was like, "Damn, this is pretty cool. This is a nice pelt. I think yeah. I'll keep it. This is a neat spear." And I can't remember who took the spear. I think. Did you take the spear? I think I took the spear. Okay, so Jeff took the spear. Um, and then they were like, what do we do with it? And I asked. I was like, does anyone want to put anything in the chest before we end the session? And Walker, we just fought an army of troglodytes. Yep. And he was describing how his character was like basically curb stomping them into he, soup. He was legit making like soup and wine. Yeah. So he says, I put troglodyte soup in the chest. And then Damon's character like basically wrestled a giant lizard, and he's like, "I'll put that in there too." And I'm like, "I don't know how you're getting." He's like, "I just cram it in there. I find a way." Yeah. He rolled checks and like he he crammed he, it in there somehow. He passed. He passed. So that's what this chest is. And I was hoping Victor would get something cool and like maybe like plan ahead and be like, "Oh, send myself like a a magic item." Yeah. Or something. But, but they they put stuff in the chest and that yeah. it seemed gross. You know what I was worried about? What? When you first found it in Dungeons and Dragons, you were saying that you were going to end the session in it. Like you were going to go in. Oh, I know. I, I, go I, I, I think at some point I'm going to do it, but not do it. I'm just so terrified of the implications of that because, like, you're going to go from the world of Dungeons and Dragons to a character in Janky Superhero DD, which <laughs> I'm going to have to explain somehow. Like, yes. and obviously, you pop out of the chest, like, no time has passed, but like. But I like my idea for that, though. For. Okay. Just traveling yeah. across dimensions. No, like every dimension of that chest, one person from each session has to choose a character <laughs> to face a bigger threat oh. for all the universes. Oh. So like like uh, Arrowverse. Oh, I see what you're saying. So like at a certain point, it's like, you know, some super mega god or whatever. Yeah. It's like everybody's got to kind of like go in it. So like... And then... Partake, like, uh, say, Damon's character from Dungeons and Dragons. Yeah, because he is uber powerful. He sacrificed himself. Oh, I'll do it. And then Ar Arctic Wolf says, okay, I'll do this. Mm -hmm. And then once we ever get into other games, those characters will, yeah, I'll go do it. Yeah. 
We do we do have other games. I have a lot of other games made. So I I made Janky Superhero D D, just like through sheer force of will. Yes. <laughs> um. There's also Janky Pirate D D, which nobody has played. Janky Wizard D D, which only Walker has played. That's the one I'm actually having the most fun with. Uh, Janky Space D D, which we all kind of played. We, we we kind of played. I I was like more of a Han Solo type. Yeah. It's it's not a very like beginner friendly game no it's it's a got lot. a lot it's i've spent years working on it and it's nowhere near done it's a giant pile of steaming hot garbage yes but i like it so yeah a lot but yeah we can end that there i'm definitely gonna have to give this a listen and i'm very upset i didn't get to use my big surprise so i'm gonna what was your big surprise i can't tell you i'll have to tell you next Damn. time so i'm just gonna go hide it back in the bag and okay. we'll uh we'll see it next time Okay, so, well, well uh, Cole, are you going to end it off? Uh, yeah. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Beer Foil Hot... hot oh, my God. I guess <laughs> I'm not going to end it off. Beer okay. Foil Hat Podcast and another episode of Janky Superhero D&D. And uh, stay frosty, everyone.